Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Richard Tinley and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We're the border controls of the radio industry. Probably a little bit too relaxed. A little bit too. And the powers that be want us to tighten up just a little bit. And we're not always there when we need to be. No, we're not. We're just letting anything through. <laughs> uh, coming up in 10 minutes, you're probably ordering a lot of food lately if you're at home. You, you know, mm-hmm. support local. You know, they've said get the takeaway. Don't always cook at home during ISO. Help yep. the businesses get the takeaway. There's a certain cuisine that has a feature on their menu that I do not use. Wow. And I think it's odd if you do use it. Okay. What feature is it? I'll tell you in 10 minutes. All right. But up next, I'm going to kick the show off the way we always do, the way we always have, the way we always should. Two and a half years of the same segment. You'll dive into the local paper, read the comic book strip, depending on whether it's good or not, will determine how good your weekend will be. It is Friday Buddies. And that's up next. Till Michael hit 96.1. I'm going to kick it off with the blinding lights the weekend. So six now, it's Mitchell and Michael coming up after 7.30 this morning. I want to look if someone shares a birthday with a special someone out there. Uh, we learnt someone's birthday. We'd never been able to pin it down. A celebrity, one of the... Everyone knows this person and we never knew their actual birthday. And maybe you share a birthday with them. More on that after 7.30 this morning. Is it mine? No. Uh, diving into the local paper, we're going to read the comic book strip. Depending on whether it is good or not, will determine how good the weekend will be. It's very, very simple mathematics. Uh, quick math's about to happen. Uh, I'm going to start with Clancy. Uh, likes to side with our regional farmer. You know, really like laugh with me. Clancy, he's, uh, he's talking to what seems to be, uh, if I will, uh, a hobo. Oh, okay. He's got the whole stick with the thing. Oh, right. Up like a, like a, proper hobo. And uh, the guy says to Clancy, I slid down the ladder of success pretty fast. And Clancy, inquisitive, says, how fast? And then the hobo says, I want to see the splinters. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's not bad. That's a very dad joke. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. Also, like... Not a bad start. Give him a job, maybe, Clancy? Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, unemployment is going to get worse. Yeah, 6.2%. Uh, I'm going to dive into Gen Y now. Likes to make fun, laugh at the, the millennial, if you will. Uh, if this comic's good, it will determine how good your weekend will be. That's just simple as that. Now, he's in his little cubicle. Classic. Because uh, yeah. all we do is work in offices. i uh, got the, the bosses come over. Strong, powerful woman. Just a little side note. His boss is often a woman, which yeah. is nice to say. Good job, Gen Y. Cho- close that gap. Now, he, uh, the boss says to Gen Y, says, uh, do you enjoy working here? Which is always a good, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good question. And uh, he says, well, it's a bit like a big, funny farm without the fun. It's like, yep. A funny farm is normally what you is is another word. I'm pretty sure for like an asylum, like a like a mental institution. It's an old fashioned way mm. to the funny. We sent they had to go to the funny farm. Yeah. So he's like, it's like a madhouse in here without the fun. Mm. Classic. Well, those comics. I hope they set up your weekend just right. And uh, 
Here's a little tip for later in the show. Yeah. Remember, remember what those comics were. If you're a dedicated listener, you'll remember what they were. Here, 96.1. 96.1, nine days. Story of a girl. That reminds me, is that in the Lizzie McGuire movie, that song? That's the vibes I'm getting. I think I've it's... never seen that. <laughs> uh, I can't believe Pablo liked that. <laughs> Hey, during these tough times in coronavirus, uh, in a bit of self-isolation, social distancing, you can't go out and have a meal, so you stay in and you have one. A lot of takeaways being had. Support local. Support local business is great. I'm all for it. But what I'm not for is taking the easy way out on a certain menu. Okay. I've noticed that if you order Chinese or Thai or Japanese... There Chinese, is Japanese. Whoa, look at these. <laughs> <laughs> there is the the name of the dish on yep. the menu, and beside that, a number. Yep. And now here's my here's my logic with that. It's like the number is there mm-hmm. uh, in case you have trouble, I guess, saying yep. the dish name. Yeah. Like you might not be able to say pad thai. Yep. You might be like pad thai. What's that? <laughs> so you go. Oh, I'll have the. Can I get a twenty three? Yeah. But I feel like it's a cop-out. I feel like that's the easy way out. And I think you're old school. It's a very old school thing to do. We have some colleagues I feel would use the number right. ahead of those fancy exotic words. Yeah. On, uh, I can't say quietiao. No, a 14 for me, please. So, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, it's the easy way out. I don't think you should do it, Okay. You don't think... I don't think you should use the number. Say the word. But don't you think it helps everybody? It's quicker. It's to the point. Like, okay. For example, I don't like saying restaurants, like, names for things. Like, I don't right. I don't enjoy, like... So, a lot of burger joints. Yeah. They love a good, like, can you give me a dressed or, like, a, a, a juicy McFly? Like, I don't... For some reason, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. But I just, I dislike saying So you go, can I get the fried chicken with, with the yeah, salad? Yeah, I don't know if it's salad. like, a, I don't think I'm cool or anything. Like, it's like, I want, if I could just say number two. Number two, thanks. Give me number two. Give me number two. <laughs> then I would. I would. So you go the numbers. Yeah, I go numbers. Doesn't matter what uh, nationality. 32 or 16? Look, I know this is a long oh, shot. Also, side note. Uh, when Mexican became a thing, because I swear it wasn't yeah. a couple of years ago, I remember going and doing the classic, can I have a, a cursodiler? Uh, and once again, okay, if so I if they had a number, I could have just said, can I have a four? <laughs> <laughs> do you still use the numbers when you call up for takeaway, or do you say the name? Give us a call. Hit 96.1. 96.1, stupid love, Lady Gaga, head into Subway for the delicious snack range, starting from just $2. And, you know, when you head into Subway, you look at the menu and you go, oh, I'm going to have I'm gonna have ham and I'm going to have lettuce. You're not like, I'm going to get a four? And can you give me uh, a bit of a 16? Yeah, you don't like the numbers on menus. You think at least have a go. They're making it. The least you can do yeah. is... Give it a go and pronounce what it is. Uh, it's normally primarily in other cuisines. Yeah, it's like Asian style food, a bit Thai or Chinese or Malaysian. So we're asking on 13, 12, 16, or as Michael uh, would like it, Szechuan beef, <laughs> sweet sour pork, and dumpling. 
<laughs> do you use the numbers or do you say uh, the names? We've got Adrian from Carpenter Rocks on the lines. Do you use the numbers? Yeah, you always say what it is because nine times out of ten, you're going to order the same stuff every time. So you should have it down pat what you're going to order, right? What about the first time? Well, order something that you can pronounce. <laughs> so it well, just knocks really... the door to other things. Yeah, but then I'd just be having, like, bread. <laughs> what, you can't say fried rice? Yeah, but, like, what if I... Yeah, but there's other stuff in there. Michael, say a... Uh, say like, a... a like a udon donburi. Yeah, like, yeah, give me a I... two. <laughs> you know, it would be so much easier if we had, like, the same system in reverse. So when we have to, like, speak to Asians that can't speak English really well, if we had some kind of dialogue, they'd be like, you know, they say, oh, problem 23, and then you could understand what they're actually saying. It's so much more easier as well. Sorry. Just replace words. <laughs> With numbers. <laughs> but that, yeah. that kind of works. Maybe they don't understand. How are you today? Like, what Five. you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and it would get so much conversation out. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. Hey, boys. Now, mate, I uh, got a message. He knows 61 Lumps. Look at his Facebook page and send it in. Uh, someone says they use, they use both. They like the numbers because, very similar to what Adrian was saying, they have an accent because they're Kiwi. Oh. Because imagine, though, because they're like, hey, give me the sex, and then, you know. <laughs> 96.1, it's 6.42, coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. We're just going to reminisce about your favourite collectibles mm. from your childhood. Uh, these ones were amazing for us. Yep. But maybe other people collected different things. More than that after some fifteen. Look, the reason why we can just go down memory lane is because, look, we're in, this, we're in a weird time where... Our essential job, which is this radio show, we didn't say it was, it just is. Look, we don't have to cover coronavirus topics anymore. It's not like breaking news. But also, we're not out and we're not back to normal. No. So we're just kind of, look, we'll admit it. We're just like, we're just filling time. You know, they can't fire us till September. We're just, <laughs> we're just filling time. And we're trying to cover off some stuff. And we're trying to present to you the people of Limestone Coast, like some unique content every now and then. But I've started to notice, Michael Ross, and I feel like you know where this is going. We're not bringing them the A grade. We're not bringing them the Wagyu content, <laughs> are we? Now, what do you mean? Yesterday, we like to pride ourselves sometimes that we don't always have guests on this show, but when we do, they're normally... They're normally great guests. They're normally well worth the wait. Our guest yesterday was great. He is the Wagyu of his industry. I don't even know this man's name. Now, you brought a guy onto this show who I've never been so disappointed. I would not have accepted this guest back at uni when we had four listeners. Okay? His name was like... It was like Twisties or something. His name is Twisty3 on YouTube. He is the premier YouTuber when it comes to Australian sports video games. Like he Exactly. Is the, he's the go-to you guy. You just said it then. He, the reason why you had him on the show, on this show, not a little podcast we do, on the Limestone yeah. Coast Radio Breakfast Show, you brought a guy that gets like, I swear, like 10,000 views a video, which look, I'd die for, but in the YouTube world is nothing. And all it is is because you got so bored, you watched him play Carlton in AFL Evolution 2 for like a year. Dean, <laughs> Dean I dived into your 
backlog, and I found you playing Carlton for an entire season, and I binged watch that. Oh, did you? Thank you so much for scratching that itch. <laughs> I mean, there's some really classic mm. content on there. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Now, there's some really good stuff. Great guest. I mean, I tell you what. I tell you <laughs> no. what, Michael Ross. Look. Never, be- no, 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 never before have we had a guest that has given us such great input. Look, <laughs> coming up. It's next not week, about. No, that's right. Coming up next week, we're going to watch paint dry. It's okay? not about him. Okay, I was, I was completing the narrative. If you cast your mind back to when the season got called off. I revealed that I had been doing that, that I had been finding a way to watch mm-hmm. footy. And I, so I just I had him on to complete the story and, and just thank him. Not every story needs an ending. It's like when you're at a party and no one seems to want to hear the end of your story. That's when you know it's not a good story. Now, let me ask you just this, okay? Do you regret on the Lime Snowco's breakfast show that goes out to like nearly 50,000 people? Yeah. Okay, in this such a time that we live in now, do you regret having a man named Twisty Three who plays Australian no. sport on YouTube? I stand behind my decision because of the full chat we even went further because he just did the Brownlow count, and we're going to see he later did. in the year if the, his Brownlow count as the just as to clarify, the man just to clarify he like the MVP if you don't know what it yeah. is. An hour, it is a one hour and 33 minute video yeah, he, where a man reads out the Brownlow votes as if it's the Brownlow medal. And you, yeah. know, you know how tedious that can be in just life. He wore a suit. He wore and a he suit. He live streamed the entire, the entire count of a, vidi- of, a of a video game. It's amazing. How is, like. You are officially, unless someone can save him, 13, 12, 16, you are officially banned for one month for ever suggesting a guest. <laughs> 26.1, it's 7.24 now. Camille Cabello and Havana. That brings back memories. Jeez, that song's nearly as old as we are. <laughs> now, how long did you leave something? How long did you ignore it for? Because one man ignored a medical emergency for 26 years. Right. His name is Mr. Duarigi. And Mr. Duarigi was uh, sort of attacked in 1994. Uh, he was, like, mugged. Uh, at knife point, and there was like a scuffle, and he felt like a little bit of pain. But they they like looked, and it was like, oh, it seems like the the guy like sort of got you with the knife, just sort of on the side of the head. It just looks like a cut. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just tidy that up. Yep. Won't we? And then twenty six years later, this year he's gone. Oh, I'm starting to get like headaches. Why am I getting a headache? Well. Mr. Duarigi should have not ignored that cut. Why? Because for 26 years, the blade of the knife has been in his head. What? It's amazing. They say it's a miracle that he was not, like, he's not badly injured. It, like, missed his brain, but the blade went through the side of his head and has yeah. just and snapped off the knife, and has yeah. been sitting inside for twenty six years. Really? So it's just a knife in his head. It was just a knife in his head, and it was a it was a really tough operation to get out because, of course, there'd been like a lot of healing around it. But he ignored it for twenty six years. Just thought it was a cut, and was like, ah, that that'll just heal up by itself. That'll just be fine. What is weird? 
13, 12, 16. Do you have a knife in your head? <laughs> how long How long did you ignore something? You know, like a medical emergency. Like how yeah. long didn't you go to the doctor for? Or... Mine's not the same. Nowhere near. But do you remember I was playing a game of basketball like a year and a half ago? Oh, nearly two years ago. And I got a finger in my eyeball. And I like nearly lost my eyeball. And like now I'm just like, it still hurts to this day. And I just kind of go like. I keep telling you. Go I and see. I saw a guy, the eye doctor, no, and he, he no. even made the Hall of Fame. So he obviously knows what he's doing. He said there was nothing wrong with it. You went and saw an optometrist, didn't you? Yeah. So he's gone, hmm, you don't need glasses. You need to see an ophthalmologist. What's that? They'll, they'll actually tell you if your eyeball still works. Mate, <laughs> mate, potato, potato. 32.16, how long did you put off going to the doctor? Give us a call. We'll take your calls on the other side and you sport and weather and what's trending. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, Doja Cat, Say So. New one there from Doja Cat. Uh, 7.52 now. <laughs> We're in the midst of trying to figure out our most dedicated caller by playing... It's the Big Rick Chris. Now, we did uh, take the calls during Dota Cat there, and uh, this one has thrown up a bit of a curveball, Mitch, in the most dedicated callers. Because our most dedicated three, uh, we have Adrian from Carpenter Rocks and Jezza and Chris from Mount Gambia. They didn't call. Instead, we have a new person in the running who thinks that they are the most dedicated. We've got Sue. Sue, hi. How are you? Very good, thank you. And guess what, Sue? You've already you're picking up a bonus point anyway because the other dedicated callers did not call, so you're already picking up points. How <laughs> beautiful! Yes. What do you got? What do you got, Michael? All right. I have three questions for you to score points as our most dedicated listener. It's just a little trivia about our show, but let's get cracking. First question: Mitchell hates a particular fruit. He talks about it often. Oh. What fruit does he hate? Fruit, fruit. I'm gonna go avocado. Oh. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the point. It is a shepherd avocado. Yes, it's also just for fun facts. Love a hus. <laughs> Hate a shepherd. <laughs> All right. Now, last year, so I was in a one-on-one running race. So not the Blue Lake Fun Run. I did do that, but I was in a one-on-one running race. Who did I lose to? Who did you You just have to give me, just give me sort of like a, uh, like what was the general age of the person that I lost to? I think it was a primary school age child. Ooh. How, can I get an age? Can you get, give us a number? I'm going to say a nine year old. Okay, I'm going to go incorrect on that one. So uh, I lost to a toddler. Yes, he's very oh. unfit. But that was good. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> All right, final question uh, for you to pick up some points in our most dedicated caller. Uh, What comics are in the local paper and we read them every Friday morning at 6am? Can you give me one of the comics that we read? Let me think, let me think. I'm going to go good old-fashioned Hager. Hager. I do like Hager. Is it Hager? No, it's not. Oh, so. no. Sorry, I don't so. even know what Hagar is. <laughs> He's a little Viking guy. Oh, I should have done it. I will uh, start reading it now for you. Clancy, <laughs> Clancy and Jen Y are in the Border Watch, and we read them at yes. 6 o'clock every Friday morning. I'll tell you what, Sue, I'm, I'm super impressed so far. But you are, you are now 
Thanks for jumping on board. You are now in the running as our most dedicated call. If you keep calling, we will eventually declare a winner. The, the, The time is not fixed. So you just want to keep getting involved with the show and yep, we're no, going to have I'll a great prize at the end. Every morning from about seven, I'll listen, guys. Oh, thank Thanks, you, sir. Good on you. Wake up, wake up. With Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, 58 Rudimental and These Days. Now, Michael Ross, before we head off to a new sport and weather, I believe, yes, uh, well you can catch up Mitchell and Michael show on your favourite podcast app. And I think it's the now great time to do it because we had our lovely list of sushi called. Uh, she wanted to be part of your little dedicated listener race where you yep. just know stuff about the show. Uh, you asked her about one of the comics hmm. uh, that we read on Friday, Friday Funnies. We actually read Clancy and uh, Gen Y. Yes. They're in the Border Watch. Shout out. Uh, you help our show immensely. Uh, she said it's, it was Hagar and she got that wrong. Yeah, we don't read Hagar. It's but... about a Viking, yeah. very similar to Clancy. Can I read a Hagar comic, comic right now? It's just two panels. Yeah, mate. I'll okay. do it. It's my okay. show too. <laughs> He's sitting on the couch and she's uh, she's taking the washing um, away. And he goes, uh, Helga, would you get a cold beer for me while you're up? And she says, can you see I have my hands full? Because she's doing the washing. Yeah. He's being a lazy man. And he says, that's okay. I'll wait till you put it down. <laughs> get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. Hit 96.1. It's Mitchell and Michael. Justin Bieber, Intentions, 8.11 now coming up after 8.30 this morning. Things are getting, uh, you might have noticed that mm. some things are getting cheap. Yes. But have they gotten even cheaper? More on that after 8.30. Also, uh, hit 96.1 Limes, I guess, Facebook page. I'm thinking of getting a pie after the after work. So what pie should I get and where should I get it from? Just, I'm going to start doing that. You're just going to have that as like, just send it as a personal <laughs> recommendation yeah. for me. And if you can talk me out of getting a pie, good luck. But uh, <laughs> good for now, a lot of kids on their way to school today, uh, and maybe some kids are still at home doing a bit of homeschooling, mm-hmm. a bit of remote, and so they might be missing out on one of the great experiences. <laughs> My dad used to do a bit of remote teaching. All right, Mitch, <laughs> this is how you get to the footy. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so That's fine. they're missing out on like one of the great traditions of primary school. Yes, uh, is collectibles. Yes, be it knuckle bones. I guess Ooh, was. Do you remember knuckle boats? Not really, but I do know it was. A, I do remember it was a thing. My my go to, my uh, drug of choice when it came to the collectibles at school were the Dragon Ball Z. I don't even think they were called Tarzos. I think they were just called discs at the time. Wow! You would get them in a multi pack of chips, and they that currency decided who was the king of the school. Like prison and cigarettes. Once again, shout out to the prisoners that might be listening. <laughs> I think you're all innocent. But they're, they're, they're like little Tarzo things. It's like what... They were like, I think, different levels. It was like playing just in like whatever character, and that yep. was pretty cool. And then you have like fluoro orange. That was like the second best. Yeah. And then the best was, I think, gold. Yeah. And you're trying to like... Trying to collect them all either through eating chips or through beating people. Because yes. there was a game... Yes, and look, I don't think the game was ever played properly no. at my school. <laughs> it was very similar to, like, now you like to have a little fun on the show and say that Mitchie has an old gambling problem, but I don't, okay? I have a little flutter for some fun. And the reason why I don't have a gambling problem is because I remember this at school because it was always for keepsies, and you'd play that game. If you've seen Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, and he's, when he's playing, he's throwing coins against the wall with the security oh, yeah. guards. Closest to the wall. Yeah. Now... 
that man, once again, doesn't have a gambling problem either. See? He so, claims. <laughs> he claims. I have a competition problem. But you get the discs and you go like, I challenge your uh, Goku for you, my Vegeta. There yeah. you go. Thanks, man. <laughs> well right, done. It's all flooding back now. When do and, I get my fluoro freezer out? <laughs> and you stand behind a line and you throw it and then the closest to the wall, you then essentially just keep it. And the amount of tears that I got... Oh. Like, it was insane. The pain of the loss. And the amount of uneaten packets of chips in my house that I kept begging my mum to get. Every collectible thing that rolled through our school would get banned. Oh, yeah. Because of the tears. And that is why. Like, you... Older, the older generations might remember like marbles as well. We had marbles uh, to the point where you weren't allowed to play for keeps yeah. because I think it would just led the school <laughs> in complaints. It creates a huge black market as well. But I think it's a valuable <laughs> lesson. Like I, all jokes aside, it's why I probably don't have a gambling problem is because I'm like I know what it's like to lose it all, to ride high, to have so <laughs> many fluoros, and then by recess to have lost it all and have nothing. Thirty two of sixteen. Uh, if you're a kid at school this year, ask mum and dad, say, can I borrow the phone? I want to tell Mitchell and Michael what we are collecting these days. Because I don't know. Because it, I look at chip packets. I don't see the Tarzos anymore. I don't see the Digimon little hologram yeah. cards. Yeah, what is it? What are, what are you collecting? What are they doing? 13, 12, 16 kids. Older people, what did you collect back at school? Were you a Tarzo fan? Houses. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mitchell and Michael. You're not one. Ninety six point one. It's eight twenty five. Endor. Pump it up. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make a Star Wars reference. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> you spot weather on the way. Oh, Michael Ross. Uh, should I tell you the big news yes. that I've got? Tell me. Yeah, please just first fill everybody in. Uh, nah, well, uh, we. I heard from a friend of ours, a friend of a friend of ours, that they were at a shop where. One of our ads were playing on air, obviously, because we're a big deal. Uh, no, nah, we need lots of like ads because no one knows who like, we are. Remind so, you yeah. of like the like, funny hey, moments. Guys? Like, remember yeah. this one from yeah. that one time? Yeah, but that's why we overplay it because there's nothing to replace it. But no, that was playing, and uh, there was a group of people around, and it must have been like a, a decently funny one. I believe it was something to do with GWS star AFL legend nearly. Uh, Jeremy Cameron, he, he must have said something. It was because there was debate around whether or not he is South Australian or Victorian because of the state of origin. Correct, Mundo. Yeah. And you must have said something, I can only imagine, was hilarious. <laughs> and everyone around, uh, I heard, through the person that I know that knows this other person, said that the group of people went, ha ha, let's say they were laughing, uh, 8 out of 10, which oh, is very realistic. That's a nice, that's a nice Very realistic. Imagine 10 out of 10 is the absolute peak you can laugh. 8 yeah. out of 10, good number. Okay. They said that they know that the lady that was working is Jeremy Cameron's mother. Now, we've heard lovely things about her, but we what was reported back to me that she was perhaps only laughing at, I can only imagine, was a 7. Okay. So she was laughing not as not, hard as Not else. as hard, which when you think... If it was a great story, and it's about your son, that would get you a nine, wouldn't it? We'd push it a bit further. Yeah. So, like, if you told a funny story about me to my mum, oh, even if it's not that funny, Carleen she's going to laugh because she's it. like, that is my favourite lead character, my son. Okay? <laughs> so, we should have got a nine out of ten from her in laughter. The rest of the group, eight out of ten, that's okay. But what is being reported back from the person that I know that knows someone that was there... She it, was was only a, it was only a seven. So we are trying to get him on our side. Yeah. You've even contacted the Greater Western Sydney Giants. They said, 
no. Yeah, they said no because we <laughs> wanted to get him and be like, oh, hey, maybe if you like us, you could tell your mum and then she'll like us because we want everyone in Limestone Coast to like us. And even though you're a big AFL deal, we'd rather have your mum because she's here. Yeah. That's that's the deal, right? We don't need him to like nah. us. We need him to help her yeah, like us. Yeah, that means more to us, okay? We couldn't get through the club. They, they want no, no part of it. Well, I can tell you that I know someone that knows someone that they asked if they could text his Jeremy Cameron's brother okay. to ask him <laughs> if he would talk to us and in turn convince his mum to think we were funny. And I, Michael Ross, have for you, this is going to be like, I want you to think next week, okay? Can yeah. I get a drum roll, please? You can't. Uh, he... We do have a problem with the drum roll sound oh, effect at okay. the moment. Well, I can confirm that he has officially said... Uh, no, thank you. Not uh... What? He said no. No, he just said, like, I'm probably, probably not going to get you Jeremy's number. So it hasn't even gotten to Jeremy? Nah. It's, well, this means it's not over then. I'll tell you what, he might be a leading goal kicker, but the rest of his friends and family are immense <laughs> defenders. <laughs> Get, on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. Oh, please shut up, Hit 96.1, 855. It's time for us to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? I'm still thinking of getting a pie, Hit 96.1. Uh, where should I get it from? Nine minutes old school, up next. We'll see you Monday. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1.